still has a new place. It's good. I actually have a bedroom I can podcast in now instead of having to do it in front of Joey. Oh, wow. I'm sure he's happy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you guys talk about some fucked up shit. <laughs> it's usually the faces he makes that annoys me. That annoys you. I just imagine he just stares right across from you and just starts like... Uh... Usually, usually a lot of eye rolling. Oh. <laughs> he's like, I'm so much better than you. <laughs> we call him the nerd paddler because he enjoys giving nerds a hard time. He's he might as well be one. He he basically is. He was just a he's just a late bloomer. He just needs to come out of the closet with it already. He's sitting on the couch playing bejeweled right now. So yeah, he's a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> How was your day? It's pretty good. Um, I. I wanted to save something for the podcast. Okay, then save it. Oh, wait. Shut it! My day was pretty terrible. Oh, that sucks. My employees act, acting like I'm a doormat. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah. So, one of them's probably going to get fired next week. Oh, that's good. You should wait till after Black Friday. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that, but also I thought it might be more impactful on the rest of the staff if I just canned her right away. That too. Yeah, you know, if, they, wow. if they were if they were like, ooh, he was willing to can her right before Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we now better... we have more work. Yeah. Now we have more work. Maybe we better not be dicks to Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> God, that, you sound powerful. <laughs> and smart too. That's that was a good strategy. <laughs> it's the uh, the old public execution strategy. Yeah. You're supposed to just show up and kill someone so they know who's boss. Yep. <laughs> you should do it the day of Black Friday, right? Like, right before the gates are opening and everyone's about to get their asses kicked with all these people running in. Just be like, oh yeah, by the way, you're fired. Hey, get the fuck out. <laughs> so one, he had to get up early and get to the store. <laughs> We're actually open on Thanksgiving. Oof. We open at 8 p.m. on Thanksgiving, all the way until... 10 p.m. on the day after. Holy crap. That's 26 hours of straight being open. Do you expect people to be there? Like, like say, 2 a.m. You think someone's going to be there? Well, last last year we opened at midnight on Black Friday, and we did, like, twelve to $1,300 an hour until 4 a.m. Jeez. And that's on stuff like pins and keychains and shot glasses. And there's and it, dice that tell you where to do it and how. Yeah, and like butt lube. <laughs> I had to explain to a woman today that just because the lube said it was anal lube doesn't mean she couldn't use it other places. <laughs> wow. She didn't seem to believe me. She's like, no, it says right here. It says anal. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you... pussy is not an ass. <laughs> well, some people do call it the front butt. Yeah, front butt. <laughs> oh. Front butt. <laughs> That's such a great term. Hmm. How come no one likes Phantom Hourglass? Or should we talk about that later? <laughs> wait, let's wait for that too.
Uh, you still playing Pokemon at all? Yeah. One of my uh, big reveals is going to be about Pokemon. Dang, why are you? Why is everything good happening and we can't talk about it? I don't know. Unless we just have this as part of the podcast. Well, some of it will probably make it in. If not all of it. <laughs> just, I'll yeah. cut out. So, Greninja, the Pokemon? Yeah. Um, I never looked at his Pokedex entry. He has a really cool ability, Protein. It means that um, before he uses a move, he becomes a pure Pokemon of that type. So basically, huh. so basically that means every single type of move you use on him could have a same type attack bonus. Oh, I see. Because yeah. mine, my, uh, <clears throat> mine currently has the ability, um, I think, extrasensory. It's a psychic ability. And then uh, three water abilities. Dang. So, so I guess the psychic would make him psychic. <laughs> Whenever he uses it, is that yep. what that means? Yep. Crazy. So that so, means it would do 1.5 times damage. So okay, if a water Pokemon uses a psychic ability, does he do less damage than a psychic Pokemon using a psychic ability? Yes, because the psychic Pokemon gets that same type attack bonus of an extra okay. 50% damage. Oh, so that's what that same type means. Okay. Yeah, so if a, the psychic, say the attack has base 100 damage and the psychic type uses it, it has base 150 damage. Okay, so basically Greninja ignores that and it's like... All of his get 150. Yeah. Yeah. That That's really good. But also, it could be a downfall. Say he uses a, a psychic move and you're going against a bug type. Oh, then, yeah. Then suddenly he's weak to bug, so. That's nuts that bug type is strong against psychics. <laughs> like, I just imagine, like, a psychic, like, telling someone's future, and then, like, mosquito bites them and just throws them off. Fortunately, there aren't very many good bug types. Well, I have a, a steel dark type, B-sharp, and I gave him uh, X-cutter. Uh-huh. So he's got that one bug move, and he could just rip through psychics. Hmm. Uh, B-sharp um, his, his dark type move would get a same type attack bonus and still rip through psychics. Does dark do psychics too? Yeah. I thought dark was just ghost. No, it does psychic too. Okay. Hmm. I have to remember that. Yeah. But his bug is good because he could kill off other dark types. <laughs> they're weak. They're weak to bug too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, B sharp's pretty good. He's like a walking Swiss Army knife. The only bug type I ever really use is Caesar, which is trapped on my black game for a few more weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but he's an awesome one, so I'm willing to wait. You don't like Scyther? <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember him from the cartoon when I was little, and his voice was so annoying. Scyther! Scyther! <laughs> <laughs> the worst Pokemon voice ever. In our uh, one of, in our D and D game, one of the guys played one of those four armed bug people, and uh, he named him Scyther. <laughs> and so just every now and then he'd be like Scyther, <laughs> or he'd make jokes be like I can't learn fly. <laughs> but if you uh, trade him with a metal coat, he could learn bullet punch, which is even better. Oh. <laughs> 
That sounds badass. Well, it's a priority move, so it goes first. And um, my Caesar has technician, so all moves with like below a certain base power get actually a really big boost. Uh, good old Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's fun. As, I haven't really been playing since I got Zelda. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, let's give Carl another two minutes, and then we can start talking about Zelda and other stuff. Okay. Have you been to your Animal Crossing town lately? No. I got Pokemon in. <laughs> Bye, Animal Crossing. Sorry. <laughs> I, uh, my townspeople, I ended up only having six townspeople left. <laughs> After the fires. and then, But then I just now got them back up to ten. Oh. Yeah. And then you're going to disappoint those two. Yeah. Goldie left. That was that was heart-wrenching. She was my oh. favorite. There's a rooster. Egbert. He was in my, uh... Wildwoods? He was in my Wildwoods game. I love Egbert. There's some unicorn I really want, but he never comes to visit my town. I can't remember his name. It's like Larry. <laughs> That'd be great. But his catchphrase is glitter. Like, he says glitter at all the end of his sentences. Weird. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Have you made any of your animals say dirty things at the end of their sentences? <clears throat> um, I had one of them say, uh, thanks Obama. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I had one uh, do an action uh, unzips pants. <laughs> um, there was another really good one I had. I forget what it is though. It's been so long. <laughs> I had one where he had to. I had him say penis cheese, but I had to spell. <laughs> I had to spell penis stupid to get around the filter. I think I spelled it like P-E-A-N-U-S. Ooh. <laughs> and then I tried so many, like, I tried Smegma as one. <laughs> That's blocked by the filter. I was like, how many, who's the guy that has to sit here and think of every single remotely Actually, profane word? Nintendo has the best filter for that kind of stuff because like on Miiverse you know people are drawing dicks to see what happens but yeah. have you ever seen a dick? Nope. <laughs> Did you get reported for drawing a toad killing himself? Yeah I drew that and I drew a plane flying into a building. <laughs> well because it I would say after a hard Mario level it's like you died ten times what would you like to say about this level? Right. So I draw a picture of how I felt. <laughs> At the time, I felt like an airplane was flying into a building. <laughs> I, guess um, they... I, I feel that way playing New Super Mario Brothers a lot. Yeah. That's... Ugh. And New, New Super Luigi is even harder. Yeah, it's like your time limit's uh, going up and that yeah. sound makes it makes you just on nerve. Yeah, it's like as soon as you start, it's making the you're out of time sound, and so you're panicking, right? As soon as you push the dang button to go. Oh, shit! <laughs> but Mario 3D World is not like that, and it's way better. Oh, my God. I 
yesterday on Twitter I asked if you could only get one, uh, which one would it be, Mario or Zelda? And there were a lot of a lot of good points, but ultimately Mario won. Really? Yeah, it was about like six to three. Huh. See, I think I could play Zelda longer. I don't know how much time I've spent on Zelda, but Mario, basically, when I'm done, I think I'll be done. Like, I don't foresee myself going back through it or anything. Well, Carl posted a picture of uh, Zelda, and he's already finished it. Yeah, I saw it. Did you see it? What was his playtime? Do you know? I It didn't have a playtime, I don't think. It said how many rupees and how many deaths. Let me see. I'm going to check my playtime. Because I still have one dungeon left. Hmm. But right now I'm working on upgrading my sword. I decided after doing all but the last dungeon I might need a sword upgrade. Do you ever read, like, other reviews? Like, um, just to I, I looked at Destructoid's stuff. review. Yeah, they gave it a six. Oh, no, it wasn't Destructoid then. Oh. <laughs> um... I can't remember who's I read, but they gave it a 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, Destructoid gave it a 6. Yeah, I saw that. I looked at the meta score, and I saw that they were, like, the only ones who didn't give it a perfect score. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I've played Zelda a little over 12 hours. Okay. Which is surprising. I thought maybe it had been less than that, actually. Like, I don't know. Because another thing is, I know if I get Zelda... I won't play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Zelda ends. To me, there's there's, yeah. no, there's no end to Pokemon. That's true. <laughs> um, it's just still, having to, to switch the game out, and then I'll be like, ugh. <laughs> See, my, my Zelda copy's digital, so I have okay. po- Pokemon and Zelda in my 3DS simultaneously. <laughs> but also Mario, I could play with people. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, that it does have multiplayer, and I like the multiplayer better than New Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, look, how is it? Have you tried it? Yeah, actually, I've only played it on multiplayer. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, is, it, is it fun? Like, does it get hectic, or everyone seems to understand not to be dicks? And, it gets you know. a little hectic, but not the reasons why New Super Mario Brothers is hectic. Like, yeah. New Super Mario Brothers was hectic because... Like, if you hit a power block, it shot out everything it had all at the same time, and you'd get, like, one good power-up and three mushrooms. Yeah. Well, in in 3D World, you go hit the the block, and you get whatever's appropriate for you. Like, if you're already big, then you get the good power-up, or if you're small, then you get a mushroom. And then other the other player goes up and hits the same block and gets the power-up for them. <clears throat> That's a really good system. Yeah. So and um so there's less of like people going after power ups. Um the the one up pool is shared, so you're not fighting for one ups either. That's good. Because if you if you say you both die at the same time, then you just lose two lives out of the pool. Oh, okay. That makes sense. The only thing I really didn't like is that they changed how the bubble works and I don't you know, like in New Super Mario Brothers, if there's a, a star coin like floating in a pit 
one of us would just stay up high where it's safe, and then the other person would jump and get it and then hit the button to go in the bubble and float back up huh. before we died. Yeah. But you can't do that now because you have to be touching the ground to go into the bubble. Ah, uh, I see. But the good thing is, is I get to play, I usually play as Princess Peach, and when she's in the bubble, she kind of looks like Glinda, the Good Witch of the North from Wizard of Oz. awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Have you unlocked uh, Rosalina yet? No, I'm, we're on world <clears throat> five, or maybe six. So we we haven't gotten every star in every world. We the original plan was to play through and get unlock Rosalina and then come back and get the stars we missed. But I'm wondering if you might need all the stars to unlock her. Huh. How is it set up? Like the like overworld or whatever. It's just a map like normal, but you can walk all over it. <laughs> which is... <laughs> Everyone's talking about that like it's cool, but it seems kind of pointless. It's not like you can do the worlds. Well, you can sort of do them out of order, but you still have to unlock everything. Yeah. Like you can't go, instead of doing world one, you can't go to world eight. You know, you have to still play them in roughly sequential order to unlock them. All right. Now, sometimes you may, maybe you'll play a world and then two will unlock and then you can play those in either order you want. Yeah. But I think it kind of did that in New Super Mario Brothers. I think so, too. Yeah. Like, you might get to a point where you could play level 4 before level 3. That makes sense. But yeah, it's awesome, and the cat suits are awesome, and the first few levels of the game, it's like all that happens. Every block is spitting out a, a bell at you, so you can get the cat suit. Awesome. How's the cherries, the double cherry? Uh, I think it maybe is cool, but I just wasn't really wowed by it. <laughs> what I liked is whenever I had a fire flower and I would get um, the cherry and then I could basically just cover the whole map with fireballs all at the same time. That's awesome. <laughs> it's what also kind of good if you die because if only, <clears throat> if only one of your guys falls off the map, then you get to keep going. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah. How's the uh, Boomerang Brothers? Um, it plays a lot like it did in 3D, in 3D Land. Did you play that on 3DS? Yeah, that game is awesome. Yeah, it's basically the same. Right? Did you get Boomerang? Yeah, you did. Which one had the shell? Um. Oh, I think that was New Super Mario Brothers for, for DS. The shell? Yeah, where you could turn into the... <coughs> Koopa shell power up where you could turn into a blue shell and roll around. Oh, cool. I don't remember that. There's also the bee suits from land. Oh, I wish they would bring the bee suit back. The bee suit was pretty cool. It's so cute. Buzz, buzz. I love a cute power up. So are the cat ones, are they cute? Yes. Does Mario say meow? Yes, everyone says meow. Like, oh my god. When you finish a level, it plays like the little ditty, and you get your confetti, and then everyone strikes their, like, victory pose. Yeah. Everyone who's in a cat suit says meow after they win. How does Toad sound? Uh, I haven't, no one in this household really cares for Toad, so we haven't played with him. <laughs> it's all been Mario, Luigi, and Peach, basically. 
Pick Luigi. Ugh. I like Luigi better than Mario. Really? Have you played um the newest Mario and Luigi game? Whatever it's no, called. <laughs> I want to. The one where you get to molest him in his sleep. Yeah, yeah, Dream tugging Team. At his, tugging at his uh, mustache and stuff. Yeah, that game really kind of changed my perceptions on Luigi. <laughs> what, because he sleeps too much? No, well, you're inside of his head and in his subconscious, so you learn a lot about him. He actually becomes a character where Mario is still just the guy that jumps on stuff. Jump man. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I don't just I haven't had anything like that with Mario where he actually becomes a character to me rather than just being <coughs> the guy that punches bricks and kills Goombas. Yeah. And Koopas. Yeah. And plus plus Luigi's had games like Luigi's Mansion where he's awesome. Mario is missing. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Mario lost in what was it, lost in time or something? So. Doctor Who should have made a um cameo. Oh, speaking of Doctor Who, the special aired tonight in England, I think. I thought it already did. Today. It, well, I guess today is yesterday for them. I mean, it's tomorrow. What? <laughs> no, it, it, it aired, like, worldwide. <coughs> oh, really? It was, like, about uh, 4 o'clock, I think. So then I should have no problem watching it through my special... Uh, BBC on demand service that I don't pay for. Awesome. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna watch it yet. I want to so bad, but we're we're finally watching it again, and we're uh, in season four. Okay. We just, got, we just got to the one where uh, Martha and Donna are with him. Okay. Oh, and they meet his daughter. Allegedly. Yeah. That was terrible, though. <laughs> and you knew that's what was going to happen. You knew he was going to have three women in the TARDIS flying around. No, that'd be that'd be his wildest <laughs> dream come true. I'm really curious to see how this new Doctor's going to be, though. A lot of people that don't like the new Doctor Who say it's because they're tired of, like, quirky young guy shenanigans in the show but that's all i know like i saw a handful of classic episodes maybe when i was like eight or nine they would air them on pbs occasionally but i never really got into it until recently until i just started watching them on netflix like last year but i binged like every single episode they had (coughs) consecutively I like Tom Baker. Who's a good doctor. That's he, he, he is the most too. cosplayed one. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> well, he's pretty easy, because the way his coat looked, like, you could be a fat dude into the, the fourth <laughs> doctor. And people would be like, that's a pretty good costume. That I, never even I saw someone in my store today that had a really impressive uh, David Tennant cosplay on. Oh, really? I'm assuming to to watch the special in. <laughs> <laughs> he just woke up and he's like, hmm, I think I'll be David Tennant today. <clears throat> he had the right glasses and everything. <clears throat> and he had the right hair and sideburns. It, I mean, it was full commitment. <laughs> it was him. 
Yeah. <laughs> Except he's much taller. Oh. This guy was probably like 6'4 or 6'5. <laughs> he just looked like a freak. Yeah. <laughs> he has like a super deep voice. <laughs> I'm not there. What? Nothing. Okay, I think it's safe to say Carl's not coming, so. Yeah. Well, we we've talk- been did. Yeah, we talked about Mario. <clears throat> You had said you had some big reveal that you wanted to unleash yes. upon us? I, like an hour ago, became... No, two hours ago, became the Pokemon Master. Yes! Again, finally. <laughs> what, uh, what team did you end up being in the Elite Four with? One, okay. For some reason, I didn't think I was going up against the Elite Four right away. And I had an egg with me. So I only had five Pokemon. <laughs> and I feel really bad because I sat Gengar out. And uh-huh. so I know he, he would have been, he would have loved to be in the, the trophy ceremony or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, it was Halucha, uh, Gen Ninja, uh, Venusaur, um, B Sharp, and Charizard. Yeah. We did pretty good, uh, who was it that messed us up? Um, let's see. It was in the fire. Oh, it was the dragon lady. I don't know why, but she gave us a hard time. The steel guy really messed me up the first time. <clears throat> I can't remember his name, but he has that sword, that sword yeah. and shield Pokemon that has that weird ability. Yeah, that was that was weird. He keeps like changing forms, and then I don't know. It was annoying. But I found out the trick to hit is to hit him with a strong special attack. Yeah. I think I hit him with Petal Blizzard a few times. Yeah. I'm still trying to get someone to give me a Mega Charizard. I, why? Huh. I don't have the stone. It came with your Pokemon. No, because I picked uh, Bulbasaur. I got, oh. a, I got a Charmeleon. No, no, yeah, it was a Charmander. I got a Charmander and a Wonder Trade. Gotcha. It's like, oh yeah, a little fast. I think you can buy them, the the other starter stones. Huh. Yeah, it's the guy in um Lumoy City. Okay. Um somewhere called the Vernal Avenue Stone Emporium. Okay. Is that where I would probably get like Eevee stones? Uh maybe. It sounds like it. Cause I wanna get one of each Eevee. What was I actually on here for? Oh, I even posted on that um that Pokemon Facebook group I sent you an invite for. Yeah. I posted that I wanted that I had a shiny Pokemon I was offering in trade for a Charizard I Y. And I thought for sure someone would take this, even though it's kind of a crappy it's that that bunny Pokemon that's everywhere. Oh yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Bunnelby. Oh, she's the Badoof of this generation. He is, but I got a shiny one. <laughs> Like, like, I would actually rather have a Bidoof. Because at this point, they're kind of funny. But Bunnelby, fuck. I wonder if you can buy more than one stone. If you can do what? If you can buy more than one of the Mega Stones. Like, if you, huh. you bought your Charizard at Y, would he restock it? Yeah, that would... Hmm. I could always go to the tr- the trade chat room on Cerebi, but that's a that's a... Long dark rabbit hole there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, they, are they nice at least, or 
it most people are pretty nice. Uh, everyone's very intense in there. <laughs> like would be the very best. Yeah, like you you imagine it's more like the the floor of the New York Stock Exchange rather than people trading Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I got like like really uh interested in doing Pokemon tournaments. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, and I started doing like research and stuff and like Adam sent me to this website like Smugco University or something or Smogon University. Oh, uh, Smog Smogon? Yeah. Yeah. And um, just the seeing, like, oh, this Pokemon has been banned, and there's, like, all these crazy reasons and stuff, and then people, like, start getting mad that this Pokemon is getting banned when, yeah. like, Aegislash isn't, and it's, like, really weird, like... They're way, way too serious over there, and you know what's really weird about those people on that site? Is yeah. most of them don't battle with an actual game. Have, really? Have, have you heard of this thing called the the Shoddy Battle Simulator? No. Basically, it's a PC program, and you can go in and just pick whatever Pokemon you want and pick whatever stats they want, like, within reason. Like, if it's... You can't, say, give it a base attack that's higher than its actual potential base attack. Yeah. And then you can assign it all whatever attacks you want, and then you just battle. Huh. It's really... It it seems like it's, like, losing the whole point. Yeah. Like, the whole point of battling with Pokemon is taking these little guys that you spent, like, tens or twenty hours raising and, you know, getting them just the way you want them and then doing something with them rather than just, yeah. you know, popping in with these... Numbers. Yeah, yeah, it seems so dumb, but that's what most of those people on that website do. No, that's... And they get, they get so worked up over it, but I used to try to battle with people and they would tell me not to bring Garchomp. I'm like, if you know what you're doing... Garchomp was everyone's favorite Pokemon last generation. Yeah. Or the generation it came out. I guess it would have been Diamond and Pearl. Is he a legendary? No, he's a dragon type, but he has this... He has crazy high speed and crazy high attack. So people were like, don't bring Garchomp. But he's dragon and ground, so he has a four times weakness to ice. Yeah. Get a good... Get someone in there that can take a hit from him, hit him with an ice beam, and he's done. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. To them, I say, psh. You're just as good as those guys. <laughs> I never... I, heard... I never even thought about the four times weakness. I didn't yeah. even know if that was a thing. It is. <laughs> any, Basically, almost any Pokemon with two types has a four times weakness. That is nuts. Like Gyarados with, with flying and water, he's four times weak to electricity. Oh, man. <laughs> that is crazy. I never even thought about that. Or he Tran with his fire and steel, one earthquake, and he's dust. Ugh. Yeah, I don't about... even really battle that much. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've only battled my friends. Yeah, I just battle, like, one of my friends, really. I don't think we've battled yet, have we? No. We can sometime. Yeah, we'll have to. Um, I don't have I don't have all my like my like Uber Elite like Island of Doctor Moreau Pokemon yeah. yet. <laughs> I don't I don't currently use any legendaries. I have that Oh I don't either. Thing, but, uh, he looks cool, but it's just like yes. 
Oh wait, yes I do. What's that? Um, the Legendary. genie, the genie from Black and White. I use the land one. Huh. I don't know that one. It's one of the like roaming legendaries. You have to wander around and catch them. I caught a really good one, so I just decided to train him and use him. I hate when you're trying to catch a Pokemon and you one hit KO it. <laughs> have you ran, have you ran into any of the um, legendary birds yet? Like there's Moltres and Articuno and Volt. <laughs> Not yet. My my roommate said uh, she. Uh, ran into Zapdos a few times recently. I ran into Moltres and it ran away before I could even do anything. Yeah, apparently you're supposed to run into them multiple times before you can actually do anything to them. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll release DLC so you can just buy Moltres. Or you can buy Master Balls. Yeah. I had so many Master Balls on Black and White because of people trading them and stuff. I just thought about, you know, Nintendo, we should be thanking them, because they could monetize Pokemon a lot. Oh, yeah. They don't. I just thought about, like, DLC and and buying Pokemon right off the bat, especially the competitive game. Oh, my God. I'll even, just go and buy six Mewtwo's. <laughs> even in, like, um, like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, the DLC they release is all free. Yeah. Thank you, Nintendo. Thank you. So should we talk about Zelda a little? We talked about it some on the last podcast, but yeah, I was un- I was under an NDA up. for most of that. <laughs> yeah. Now you can spill the beans. How yes. big is Link's dick? <laughs> um. Well, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> the end. <laughs> No, um, well, I think I said before, Link to the Past is probably one of my favorite games ever. Yes. And so, I had really high expectations for this one. And they were all met. (laughs) I mean, I think think it's going to be a little short, but also I think one of the first few times I played Link to the Past, I was very young, and... It probably took me in excess of 30, 30 hours to complete it, but that's because I was lost half the time. Yeah. You know, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I think this one's probably a little more straightforward. Um, there's a little more in-game guidance than you would have had if you only played older Zelda games. Like, um, you know, like in the Ocarina remake, you can crawl into that little thing and watch videos for clues. Oh, yeah. Um, they have a new thing where there's there's an item. It kind of looks like a pair of those goofy glasses with the big nose and mustache. And uh, you put it on, and you can see these things called hint ghosts. And then when you, if they're there near near something that you're being confused by, you can give them a one of your play coins that you get by walking around with your 3ds, and they'll give you a, a pretty good clue about what to do. They just like this point. Go here, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's helped me a few times. Um, I wish they were like really vague clues. Like they just show like a picture of like Tingle sleeping. And you're like, what does this mean? <laughs> and why do you have a picture of Tingle sleeping? 
Um, I also like that because you know, as I get older, I my interest in a game that's going to take me that well. Let me back up. A game that is going to require forty. What you were going to say it takes a certain amount of time, but then you thought, but Pokemon. Right, I was thinking, oh, Pokemon I've already spent like 50 hours on in just a month. But it doesn't require 50 hours to play it. You know, there's games where you have to spend 40 to 50 hours to even get to the punchline. And I don't have time for that. You know, (laughs) I'm willing to to spend it on certain games, you know, like... it's good. Yeah, when when it's good and it's not a necessity. Like, Monster Hunter, you know, you could beat it in... You could probably beat through the, the very loose, vague story in <laughs> 20 hours or less. Yeah. You know, but I've gotten almost 500 hours of enjoyment out of it instead. Yep. So I like that. But I wish maybe Zelda was a little more drawn out. But that's just because it's so good you don't want it to be over. Do you think they would benefit from making, like, a open-world-ish Zelda? Like, kind of like Skyrim? Yeah, I think so, and I think we could probably see something like that in the, maybe the Wii U. I We all know there's going to be an original Wii U Zelda. I, I know they mentioned, like, a long, like, a few years ago, that they were toying with the idea of an open-world Skyrim-like Zelda. And, and they, ki- they kind of have done, you know, they've set the groundwork for something like that here, where, you know, in old Zelda games, you... Like, say, in Link to the Past, you go to the Swamp Castle, and you need the hookshot to get all the way through it. And yeah. lo and behold, there's a hookshot and a big, shiny chest in the middle oh, of the temple. That always feels so good when you get that weapon. <laughs> well, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> you know, there's this, that guy that they've been showing pictures of really since the game was revealed. Then you go mm-hmm. you go to him, and you can rent a hookshot. Huh. Um, you actually can buy it, but it, not at first. So you, when you first visit him, you rent it for like, I don't know, like 80 rupees. And you can use it as much as you want until you die. And then he, his little friend comes and takes it away from you if you die. And you have to go rent <laughs> it. So what I was doing is I was grinding a lot to get rupees so I could just buy stuff and not have to worry about that. Yeah. But it, what it means is you can do the dungeons in any order you want. Like, I just... I just completed the the what would be the first dungeon, but it was the sixth one that I did. So are they? Just, how does the difficulty scale? Um. Well, the most of the difficulty is in like the puzzly elements. Like, I saw a snippet of someone's review where they said Zelda was the best puzzle game Nintendo ever made. Yeah. And I think that's true because you know the the wall drawing where you can turn Link into the drawing that makes basically the whole point of the dungeon is to solve you know find the the only path through it and a lot of it involves using that new mechanic so huh. <clears throat> there are a lot of times where I would get in a room and I'd be like how do I get out of here what's going on my brain is melting <laughs> and then I'd be like oh yeah I can I can merge onto the wall <laughs> and you know you do try that in a couple different places and then suddenly you're through Hmm. And, you want it? <laughs> I like too that um they play with depth a lot. Like this is the first three DS game I've seen that I think that runs at sixty frames in three D. 
and I, you probably haven't seen it, but when you do see 60 frames per second in 3D, you're going to cry when you think about all the other games you've been playing. Really? Yeah. The only game I really notice is in, like, in Pokemon, whenever there's lots of stuff going on, and you're in 3D, then it kind of, like, starts lagging. Yeah, it looks... I'm not a big fan of the 3D function on the 3DS, which is strange, because yeah. I, I love my 3DS, and I play it constantly, but I almost never have the 3D turned on. Yeah, I hardly ever do, too. Sometimes I might turn it on, like, for a cutscene, like... When I was playing Ocarina 3D, I would play yeah. it in 2D, and then when I would something cool would happen, I would turn the 3D on. Yeah, that's exactly. Because <laughs> when you're playing it, it, sometimes if you move the DS, it messes up the the 3D and stuff. And yeah. But um, Zelda, uh, with Link Between Worlds, I've been playing it with. I don't want to play it with the 3D off. Oh. Because a lot of the stuff deals with depth, like. The depth from your eyes to the bottom of the world. Because it's a top-down game, so... Yeah. You know, you have to be able to perceive the depth that's happening in the game to really get through it successfully. But it's the first 3DS game I've played where the 3D isn't blurry. Um, I do have an XL, which I know that they've, they've improved the 3D a little bit. But I don't have any moments where the 3D looks blurry or anything it's just it's beautiful well that's good <laughs> maybe i'll get it for my birthday it's coming up next week how are you gonna be 21 31 <laughs> 21. i was trying to do you a favor oh oh well My grandma used to do this funny thing where she would tell people she was older than she was, so they would tell her she looked good for her age. That's a good idea. <laughs> what if they're like, oh, you look better than I thought you were? Yeah, you should start telling people you're going to turn 41. Yeah. Then they'll be <laughs> like, really? You look great. <laughs> we went to school together. <laughs> How many no. times did you get held back? How come you didn't mention it then? <laughs> I probably would have dated you then. <laughs> what is that? I was gonna trying to find that thing Carl said about all the handheld Zeldas. Oh yeah. Um, but I can't find it because he didn't mention me. There we go. I found it. So he ranked he ranked Zeldas, handheld Zeldas, from best to worst, and he said Link Between Worlds was greater than Link's Awakening, which was greater than Minish Cap, which is greater than all the Oracles, which, confession, I haven't completed either of those ever. I haven't either. Um, he said the Oracles were greater than Spirit Tracks, which was greater than, 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 greater than Phantom Hourglass. And I, I think, did... I think that's pretty spot on, at least as far as I can tell. I, I don't know if I can really rank Oracle before Spirit Tracks, because I played it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I never played a lot of Spirit Tracks. Um, it was basically the same as Phantom Hourglass, except instead of all the, like, obnoxious combat that was difficult to manage, it was more puzzles. Huh. I kind of liked Phantom Hourglass. 
my big my big problem with it is, is I'm a full grown man and my hand like covers up the whole bottom screen of the original DS. Yeah. And so I had to like do like this like T Rex like weird claw <laughs> grip to try, with the stylus to try to play it properly. I guess I can see where that would be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just very uncomfortable to play, and I didn't care for the like complete touchscreen controls. Yeah. I was a little afraid they were going to do something like that with Link Between Worlds, but they didn't. That's good. I did actually beat Phantom Hourglass, though. So. Yeah, I did too. And um, Spirit Tracks is. It's definitely better, but it's very similar. There's even Phantoms in it still. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Minish Cap, though. That's, that's probably. I, I probably would, would have said that was my my favorite handheld one before this. Yeah. I don't know, Link's Awakening, that one's really good too. It did have an owl. What was that? It did have an owl, right? Yes. The I, person with the owl? I think so, yeah. So you had to collect all the instruments to wake the windfish. Yeah. It was really deep, like, everyone's like, what... Every, the whole lore of that island was, like, they're just the windfish's dream. And here comes this guy that says he wants to wake up the windfish. <laughs> Everyone's scared what's going to happen to them if the windfish wakes up. Yeah. Because then they might go away. That's so deep, man. <laughs> well, Zelda usually has, like, this weird underlining deepness to it. Yeah. Dang Zelda. Dang. I guess, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. Are there any, like, specific games? Well, obviously there's plenty of games you're thankful for. (laughs) Especially this year. This has been a good year for games. Indeed. (laughs) You know, uh, two new consoles just came out? Yeah, I heard that. The PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. You know, I've become such a... I almost hate to say the phrase, but it's seeming to become true. I've become such just like a... I only really play Nintendo stuff lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know if I'm going to spend my money on it, I'm pro- it's probably the safest bet. <laughs> but I do have a lot of interest in the PS4. Yeah, I do too, definitely. I think the Xbox can suck it, but... Actually, I mean, there's some stuff I like with the Xbox. Like, the integration to all your, like, TV and stuff, it looks like it might be really good. If it if it does exactly what they show in the commercials, which I kind of doubt, but if it does, then that is really cool for media and whatnot. See, and I, I read an article a while ago that they this the person thinks that Microsoft only started making game consoles so they could... Trojan horse their multimedia center into people's living rooms, and I think the Xbox One is just like the perfect proof of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they still make some good games though. So, uh, I mean, everyone loves Halo. Not I'm me. Not a, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> but, but you know, the masses. Remember last year when we were tr- doing our Game of the Year podcast, and everyone was like. 
man, Halo, Halo should be it. And you and yeah. I were both like, uh, duh, Pokemon. <laughs> yep. I can't wait for this year. I'm rooting for Bacamelee and everyone's like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I really don't, I didn't keep up with the Xbox One so much. They lost my interest pretty quickly with all the, uh, DRM nonsense and stuff like that, so. I definitely am interested in the PS4, though. It's just, what I really want is I want a PS4 and a Vita to work together with each other. Yes, yes. That would be my ideal setup, but I don't know if there's anything I want just to buy a Vita for. And you can, you can remote play. Yeah, I saw that. So that's pretty cool. Well, if you get a Vita, or a PlayStation 4, or either of them, you definitely should try to sign up for PlayStation Plus. Oh yeah, I definitely would. That's because one of the you, draws for me. Then you instantly get games. Like, that's so cool that you can buy a Vita, and if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you don't have to go and buy a game because you already got five waiting for you on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like their uh, premium services business model better than Xbox's, which is like, Xbox yeah. is like, give us money or you can't use anything. Yeah. And Sony's like, give us some money and here's some free games. <laughs> Although, Xbox has just now started giving away the games. It's like one a month or something. Isn't so is Arthur going to stop doing that after this year, though? Really? Yeah, I thought that was only for, till the end of this year. <laughs> if that's the case, what is their problem? <laughs> I mean, I hate to see them... Just completely shit the bed, but at the same time. Um, have you looked at their hardware sales numbers? They basically have shat the bed a couple times already. I thought they they surpassed a million in 24 hours. I thought that was the PS4. They both did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to see if I can look up what it's at now. I mean, it's definitely selling. I know people that... I know one guy on my Facebook feed, who was like, oh, like, oh, I hope I can find an Xbox One tomorrow, and blah, blah, blah. And every time we would, meant, like, post anything about anti-Xbox One, something stupid they did recently, oh. and would be like, oh, is this, like, the Fox News of all these Sony fanboys? He got really upset about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this website I'm trying to look at this on is really being annoying. Did you see the South Park? No, I haven't. It was like Game of Thrones, but all about Black Friday and uh, the Xbox One versus the PlayStation 4. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. That's funny. Mm, this, well, never mind. I give up. But yeah. Well, I think what is funny is that, like, if I imagine the Xbox One's probably going to be like the 360 where it's going to sell, like, bonkers in the United States, and then everyone else is going to have PS4s. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the Japanese are very wary of Microsoft. Yeah, and they... I think that... What did I look at last time? That, like, the original PSP was still outselling the 360 in Japan. <laughs> Gotta play Monster Hunter. <laughs> That is one reason why I thought about the Vita, because I know you can download um, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite from the PlayStation Network. And, uh, really? Yeah, and it supports both of the analog sticks for the control scheme. Oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. 
speaking of Monster Hunter, I've just started playing again. You should hop on sometime. I've been playing Batman Arkham City. Stop. It is so much fun. Oh my god, do you like Batman? Yeah, I have the game, actually. <laughs> have you played it? Um, A little. I got... The last thing I really remember doing is I had to take Catwoman to go try to recruit Poison Ivy. Oh, you're or something. Still, yeah. yeah. Well, cat- I started it and then Monster Hunter happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Catwoman stuff just... I mean, it's okay. But I'd rather be Batman. You know? I liked I liked her better fighting. Really? Yeah, she's like bendier or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Batman just when he punches people right in their turkey necks, <laughs> and he just punches crime just so hard. It's one of those games that I enjoy, even though I'm not very good at it. Yeah. Like Me I, too. I, I played it. Arkham Asylum and I died constantly. But I beat it. Oh my god, I've died so much. (laughs) I'm the worst Batman. I'm I'm probably worse, don't worry. Even with all that special, fancy Wii U exclusive armor. Yeah. One thing I hate so freaking much, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever, and Nintendo needs to stop, (laughs) is the remote Batarang. Oh, I hate that thing, too. Oh, my God. There's there's levels where you need to be good at that. <laughs> and it's terrible. I tried to hit this freaking switch. Okay, first of all, you need to fly it through some this uh, electrical discharge, and then you have to do a U-turn and go back to this other tunnel and then hit the switch to give it electricity. Uh-huh. I did it, like, 45 times. <laughs> Oh, not looking forward to that. But other than that, the game is a freaking gem. <laughs> the Joker is is badass. I really hate the um like I understand it's to your benefit, especially in the Batman universe to be stealthy. Yeah. But I hate the parts of the game where they force it on you. Yeah. It's like those parts of Zelda games where the guards are walking around and if you get in their field of vision, you are dead. Oh, those are the worst. Are it's... there any of those in Between Worlds? Yes, there is. There's one. Oh. <laughs> but it's actually not too terrible because you can um, use your wall merging ability and they, they don't see you then. That's good. So if they're, they're coming and they're getting ready to see you, you can pop onto a wall and they'll have no idea what's going on. <laughs> they're just like, who painted a picture of a little boy here? This is weird. Why is it walking? Did we call somebody? <laughs> oh, why, oh, so you can move and they don't, they don't care? Yeah, you can move and they don't care if you're on the wall. That is not... <laughs> oh, it's one of those moving wall paintings again. Just let it go on by. <laughs> Oh, without without getting too spoilery, before we wrap up, I want to talk about my favorite, what could be my favorite Zelda dungeon ever, is in A Link Between Worlds. Oh, really? Tell us. It's called the the Dark Palace, and it's really cool. There's um, stuff like barriers and um, moving platforms and things like that, that you can't see if the room is too well lit. Huh. So you have to like extinguish torches. Um, you have to like put away your lantern, and basically fumble through it in the dark at some points. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And if 
if you like are stuck and you don't know which way you should be going, if you can get all the lights out, there's like moving arrows on the wall that show you where to go, but you can only see them in the dark. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but it was good. Yeah, it's, uh, I want to play that game so bad. That and Mario. You should just be uh, cool like me, and people will just send you games for free. Yeah, I wish I wish I could be like that. <laughs> I remember those days. <coughs> I uh, I miss it. So I was much. sitting on the couch one night a couple weeks ago at like it was like ten thirty at night, and Joey and I were talking. We we're like, God, because I hadn't heard back about being able to review them. And I was like, <clears throat> if we have to pick one, how are we going to pick? <laughs> and no sooner did we like start to try to hash this out than I got an email from Nintendo with codes for both of them. Needless, needless to say, there was elated screaming all around. That is awesome. <laughs> God. I miss that. <laughs> well, if we can get our, you know, I've Talk to a couple people that aren't opposed to uh, sending a podcast review materials, really? but we don't have the kind of stats they're looking for. Uh, we we're need not, the, we're not av- the indoor kids. No, we we need an average of I think like six six to seven hundred listeners per episode. So we only need like ten more. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. ten times sixty more. No. <laughs> I know there's at least three people that listen to us. Yeah. Well, you and know, there are people I don't know, so that's cool. When we become internet famous, we'll have a very large archive of back material that people will look at and be like, man, we were missing out. Yeah. <laughs> this guy called out Egypt. <laughs> man, they talk about dicks and stuff a lot. Yeah. What's with him and Captain Planet and Pikachu? <laughs> that would it's never like, It's been like a year now, and he's still not over it. Yeah. It's really not that funny. <laughs> Tub Girl is still funny, but that's not. <laughs> oh, good old Tub Girl reference. <laughs> well, I think that's all I have. Do you have anything else? Um... I think that's pretty much it. Oh, I got into the uh, the Elder Scrolls Online beta. Oh, wait, isn't there an NDA for that? Yeah, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Because <laughs> you didn't read it? <laughs> well, Except I'm pretty, you? I'm pretty sure you can say that you got into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you say if it is fun? Here's what I've been telling people. Like, I don't... Okay, here's the cool thing. Ugh. Well, this has nothing to do with the game, so I don't know if this is really spoilerly. Okay, if you take a screenshot, your email address is watermarked in the entire screenshot. And that's a cool thing? Well, (laughs) what it does is, like, say you post on Facebook or some, like, hacker blog or whatever, and people see it, then uh, the people making the game, the devs and whatnot, if they find it that there was a leak... They have your email address so they can ban you. Oh, so that's not a feature that's going to stay after the beta. No, no, I hope not. That okay. would be awful. Gotcha. Like, it's like, in case you forget your email address. 
<laughs> in case you want all the spam in the world. <laughs> and, um, uh, how does it compare to Skyrim? Like, Here's the thing. It, it looks like an Elder Scrolls game. It feels like an Elder Scrolls game. And it sounds like an Elder Scrolls game. But with real people instead of non-real people. Yes, I think I think I could say that, and that doesn't, because you would think since it's called the Elder Scrolls, that's what they're going for. Yeah, but also being an MMO is concerning to people like me who yeah. don't really get into MMOs. I wish I could talk more about it. Well, future podcast material. Yes, never they break that NDA. <laughs> start, 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 start reading your NDAs. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, I think it's time to go uh, for me to go have some dinner. Yeah. What are you going to have? <laughs> I don't know. I have to go buy it. Oh. Hey, you know Burger King has their own Big Mac now? Oh, really? Yeah, it's called like the Big King or something. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't even care. The Big Mac <laughs> with a, a K? Yeah. <laughs> and a crown on it. <laughs> oh, well, man. Yeah. Uh... uh... Don't just be awesome. Be robo-awesome. Oh, should we plug ourselves? Fuck. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, you can find like, me on... No, he signed off. It's over. You can find me on the tweeters. I'm at Aaron Deppert. I'll spell it this time. <laughs> it's A-R-O-N-D-E-P-P-E-R-T. Yes, there's a P-P in the middle of my last name. <laughs> um... That's about it. I'm not really doing porn for Geekdom right now. We're on hiatus till next year, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, Audrey has a very busy life, so. Yeah. What about Marooner's Rock? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That place. Uh, all these games I keep bragging about reviewing are uh, yeah. being published on MaroonersRock.com. Yeah. Dear Nintendo, thank you for the games. Was there <laughs> something I was supposed to do? <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> Your friend Waluigi. <laughs> what? Uh, I am at uh, at Sega underscore Legend. You can see a bunch of my zany tweets and YouTube wackiness. It's like Sega Genesis stuff. Yay! And you have a Tumblr. Oh yeah, uh, Sega Legend dot Tumblr dot com. Yes. Now do your sign off again. Okay, this this is the one that counts. This is the real <laughs> one. <laughs> Don't just be awesome, be real awesome. Oh, you cut out the front button bit.